Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Today's one of those episodes where Matt and I were like, hey, let's just get drunk in the middle of the afternoon and uh, record a podcast. Why not? I don't know how long it was. Uh, I knew we were drinking shitty beer, and that's about it. So uh, buckle up, because I don't, I don't remember it. I'm, re- I'm recording the sponsors right now, but I uh, don't remember this episode. I just know that I had, I had a good time. Um, Matt's one of my best friends in the world, so it's, it's always fucking fun to hang out and chat. Uh, first up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast to order coffee that's made fresh in the warehouse and then bagged up and shipped out straight to you. Man, their coffee club of the month is uh, arguably my new favorite thing on this planet. Um, I, look, I've had it for a long time, but uh, it's one of those things you, you don't realize how much you use it until it's just there every single month. And um, God bless it, dude. Love BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. And uh, join, join up. See, I like it. Um, they got, they got uh, new coasters and a bunch of fucking dope-ass new apparel and shit like that. Uh, super, super stoked about all of their new products. They got rolling out on the lines at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz, kids. They got four amazing flavors, original, orange, lemon, and make America grape again. Uh, they get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. They also have a subscription of the month program, which is great, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. The promo code of Drinking Bros is good every time there. Oh, yeah. Every single time. It's good there for 20% off. Drinking Bros at StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, next up, we've got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I say forward slash drinking bros now because it's, it's permanent. We're, uh, we're going with them for a long time. I think, I think we're in this for the long haul with these guys. Um, their mattresses are, are second to none. They just ship it right to to your house. You open up the box and then boom, an hour later, you're ready to sleep like a little tiny king at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They're going to give you all the exclusive deals that they don't give anyone else. And that's that's true, man. Uh, one of the deals is uh, they give you $100 off a mattress and free pillows. Um, some of the others, they got an adjustable base. They get a cooling mattress that's 15% cooler. And, and if you get a bundle package for being a drinking bro listener, you, you actually get $400 off the bundle package. Every time I say that, I can't believe it. I'm like, fuck, man. That's a lot of goddamn money. They also have a pay-as-you-go plan, which no one else is doing. Um, so, look, go to go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and try out their mattresses. They're, they're, dude, their pillows are, are game changers, too. Next up, we've got Grill Your Ass Off. Grill Your Ass Off. Grill Your Ass Off. GrillYourAssOff.com. Ass eating season over, grilling season on. Look, you're going to buy seasonings from somewhere anyways for all your chicken, steak, pork, bison, you name it. Might as well get it from a company that's 100% veteran owned. Go to grillyourassoff.com. 
Check out all their seasonings. Crispy, our good buddy Crispy, is, uh, he's got his own seasoning there. Spicy a habanero. And uh, their, their fucking beef jerky is second to none, man. Uh, get the four-pack. The four-pack, that's the jam, dude. Uh, you'll, gun, you'll gun through it, though, in like two days. I'm just warning you in advance. I did. I, I've never had jerky this good before, so I just keep eating it over and over and over again. Part of the fucking salary is actually taken out just so I can keep buying more because I'm, I'm getting high off my own supply, essentially. And, uh, and I'm like, bro, I'll, I'll eat you out of house and home. Just take it off the top here and uh, keep feeding the train. They're sweet and spicy is my fave of all time. It's 100% uh, American beef. And they also have a subscription of the month uh, for their jerky as well and their seasonings. And uh, you can go to grillyourassoff.com, type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. And I want to spotlight their pint glasses. They're making pint glasses for beers. I'm a, I'm a crafty guy now. And um, I've been drinking out of their fucking pint glasses for like a month. Big fan of those guys. They're on the come up, man. That's a young company on the come up. Real proud of those guys. Uh, next up, we got battlebox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Battlebox is it's Christmas for dudes once a month is what it is. Uh, if you're if your wife is like my wife or girlfriend or whatever uh, is, is is like my wife, they get this fucking bullshit like makeup of the month thing. My wife's is like Birchbox, like weird shit shows up of like nail polish and like some form of makeup with it, and I'm like, sweet, that's that's what the the forty dollars is off the the credit card a month that for that just like a, a thing of nail polish. Battlebox.com is for dudes. It's survival and fucking tactical gear. Shit gets shipped once to your house, uh, gets shipped to your house once a month. And uh, it's, it's a fucking mystery, man. It's an unbelievable mystery full of all of your, the greatest shit ever. I mean, you can personally order it of what you want, of like a survival kit, um, you know, fucking floods, hurricanes, you name it. Uh, I mean, that shit right now, there's a goddamn hurricane coming through uh, Hawaii. Hope they got their battle boxes out. Um, I mean, anything you need in this world, apocalypse gear, they got it. Uh, the boxes range from $24.99 a month all the way up to, to $125 a month. And look, I highly recommend the $125 one. You get a free knife. And if you go to the website, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about or you don't believe me, go to battlebox.com right now. Check out all their boxes. Tell me they're not the dopest shit on the planet. And then uh, I'll eat my fucking words. Um, that's how fucking cool all their shit is. Go to battlebox.com, type in the one-time promo code of uh, Drinking Bros for twenty percent off. If you use it on that that one hundred and twenty-five dollar box, that's like a twenty-five dollar off savings. Uh, that's where I'd recommend it. And all the cool shit you get in there, you'll be like, "Fucking a!" If you try to do this myself, it costs like a thousand dollars. Not here, my man. Last but not least, we've got Kimber talking about KimberAmerica.com. America. They're making some of the finest firearms on the planet. Um, man, I know I've said this before about how I get lost in their site and just dreaming about all of it. If I, if I was a gajillionaire, I'd just spend all my time on Kimber and just buy everything they have and call it a fucking day. Um, but they're always, they're always putting up new products too. They're always putting up uh, game changers, man. Um, and, and, and again, their 1911s are second to none in this world. You don't have a real gun collection unless you have a Kimber 1911. I'm going to pound that into your head. It was pounded into mine, and uh, it's true. Once it showed up in my house, I was like, fuck. All right, you did it. 
it's one of those things where everybody tells you, and you're like, ah, all right, all right, you win, you win, you win, Kimber. Go to KimberAmerica.com. I wish I had a promo code for you. I don't. Uh, they're, they're just too great. They're like, hey, we, we, we're Kimber. We don't have to get a promo code. We love the Drinking Bros podcast. We love all the Drinking Bro community. And uh, we're just proud to be a part of it. That's it, which is rad and unexpected. That never happens. Uh, so thank you to Kimber again for being on the show. And uh, now, look, it's going to be me and Matt just getting weird for God knows how long. I, f- I forget how long this episode was. Enjoy. So, <laughs> what, what's was up, you? Ross? Was that you? You know, I'm getting a little jam session. You had a tend to the familia, so I'm drinking some some chit beer and uh, playing a little guitar since it's just me in the studio today. Ah, it's great. I, I I like when it's just the two of us. You know, it's nice. It's nice to catch I up. Actually, it is. It's almost like we just get to catch up as friends and then um, you know have have a biggity blast. Yeah, was on that the podcast? Was that, was that you singing Johnny Cash? I, yeah, I can't sing it. I mean, I can talk it, and then you know, I can strum the old six string. It sounded it's, good. It's, your your dad actually sounds like Johnny Cash. Like he's fucking great. God, did we ever put that song in there? Funny enough, I'm shooting, and this I can't believe that's random that you asked that, but I am having a friend shoot a music lyrical video to "Don't Touch My Guns, I'll Fuck You Up" that my dad and I recorded together. So that's dope, dude. That's you know that's the ending of uh, Drinking Bros Live, the Shaved Eagle tour movie, which is free on uh, Amazon. It's the uh, closing credit song. That's right, and Range Fifteen is on actually Amazon now. That thing has been I've been seeing it super high up in like the suggested charts, and um, I hope a lot of people that have no context of our crazy lives watch it and go, "What the fuck did I just listen to?" You you know watch. that that is what's happening, right? It's wonderful. Is it like super negative where people are like, what the fuck did I just watch? It's like a, a fucking vulture gouged out my eyes. No. So there's two, here's the two things that are going on regarding these two movies that are on Amazon Prime. Because first of all, they're all connected by actors. And obviously we're, we're in both of them. And just so people know, we're not plugging. I don't think we, we don't make any money off of Amazon Prime. No, it's right? free. Just like, it, it's free. Yeah, yeah. We just, yeah. Um, okay. But uh, the, the beauty of Range 15 is this. Here's what I get the most. I was like... Holy shit, who are these unknown actors as leads in movies with all these other famous people? So, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, dead, dead serious. Because um, the people that don't follow you or, or Drinking Bros or any of that other shit, they're just like, how the fuck did Hollywood give these guys a break with all of these famous actors as leads? Because that never happens, and they don't understand, like, where the movie came from. They have no- I'm not good at math, but I think 0.33% of America follows me on Facebook. Right, because uh, yeah, yeah, one point right. five million. You yeah. think three hundred plus million people? Yep. You know, you know, back of the envelope math. I don't think I'm too wrong. That's what that's what I think too. Um, the other one with Drinking Bros Live. <laughs> if they don't like the people who have just caught it on random, and again, by the way, th- this is just people who've caught in these two movies randomly. Um, they think that we're fucking insane. Like for for well, Drinking Bros they're, Live, they're pretty accurate. I'm stoked about my friends. I feel like you guys and everybody like they're you everybody comes from like an empathetic perspective. They're super good characters, but then they're crazy as fuck. Yeah. You know, they'd be like the you guys like the first one to open the door for an old lady and then sprint back to the hotel room to watch your friend fuck a hooker. 
It's it's probably the best summation of of drinking bros that we've ever had, probably, Um, because it's true. You know, that's good. Nothing like a good old, uh, a little hooker friend fuck, you know? A little, uh, a little prosty, a little prosty friend fuck. I still can't get over that my wife married me when the second time we'd met, I was like, so I got to go do this podcast where two people fuck and I watch. (laughs) It's crazy, isn't it? It's fucking crazy. I, uh, I love I, it. I just moved into a new neighborhood and, you know, like HOAs and the, the whole shit, obviously. And there was a guy at the pool yesterday, last night, because my, my son likes to go to the pool at night um, before dinner. Took him to the pool and he goes, hey, man, you're in Drinking Bros. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, man, episode 100. What the fuck, man? And I was like, ah, that's right. It's, you know, we're on three something now. I totally, I space on it. You know, but I guess my perspective has actually changed over the years because I feel like everybody follows falls into this like social construct that they have to act a certain way and do all these things that are someone else decided is the way to live life. And, you know, like if I want to go hang out with my buddies and watch a random strangers fuck, why not? Like it's doing no one harm. It's entertaining. We laughed. Like, why wouldn't you do things like that in life? And I think people fall victim of like, well, that, you know, what would people think about you after? I don't give a fuck what people think about me. Like, my words are one thing, but my actions are define me. So same. Well, I guess I guess they, if my actions define me. I like to watch people fuck. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you gotta uh, say it that way. Like, I like to watch people fuck. fuck. <laughs> but I will say this The guy afterward Like after he said it Because um, he, he was kind of near his wife like out, and, and like just as she went out of earshot He was like god damn it man I wish I did what you guys did for a living And I was like well, yeah, I get it I get The it. reality of that is like probably most people Have had a, a, <clears throat> a shared experience like that Or similar experience They just don't tell anybody about it Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because it's probably like those the two friends or the three friends. Like remember that? Remember Vegas in two thousand two, bro? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and everybody's got that Vegas story where you're just like, man, I she's probably dead. I don't really have a good Vegas story. I'm not a huge Vegas guy, to be honest with you. Which is weird because like, we go there all the time for for work now. Yeah, you know, I, I went there once for mild vacation, my wife and I, and, and I just, we didn't really have fun. Like, I, the cigarette smoke fucks me up. I'm not a huge gambler. So it's like the amenities that are offered aren't necessarily in line with, like, what I like to do. Whereas I could go, for instance, we went to, like, Austin. You can get 10 times the hotel for 10 times less than Vegas. Because to get, like, a dope hotel room where, like, 600 square feet where you feel like you're living the dream... It's like four fucking thousand dollars. Like, who has that kind of money to spend on one night? Hell no. You know how many Glocks that is? Yeah, that's it's like a lot of fucking, Glocks. That's that's like yeah, it's a lot. It's, what ten? I I was good. At, my math went out the window in the beginning uh, of the show. I, I was now gonna I don't say know. eight eight to ten at least, uh, depending upon how yeah, five hundred bucks a pop. You know, yeah. I'm getting there. What More than of, that, fifteen. What kind of custom you get? Eh, it, it depends. You got to get it custom. I think you know. I'm already drinking, by the way. Same, Ooh, by the way. That's nice. Uh, middle of the afternoon yeah. and uh, just saying fuck it to the rest of the day. I just did an interview right before we got on air for Drinking Bros Sports. And by the way, for the audience, Matt 
uh, Dan and I will be going to uh, McGregor. McGregor. Uh, doing and live shows. <laughs> Show me your chicken. I am number one. Show me your chicken. I, I do, he talk a lot. He a chicken. I, I squash beef. I don't like to talk. I like to fight. But show me the chicken. Sorry, that's my Khabib. <laughs> that's all I got. So we'll I love live. it. Got, we'll be live from I Vegas doing shows there. Um, and uh, for, for the sports show, we'll have a bunch of athletes on and, and all that shit making their predictions. But I just interviewed Christmas Abbott for the sports show, by the way. And I brought up Jared. Badass. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have to listen to the show. Oh, boy. Because um, I, I asked her. I was like, you know, the whole sitch with that was like they were close to going out on a date. I, I, I found out what the real situation was. Did she confirm that? Yes, she did. Um, and so she said, uh, and this is on air and it'll air probably in two weeks, I would say, but, uh, uh, she said <laughs> word for word, she goes, yeah. So, you know, I was down and then Jared called me and he, instead of asking me out, he asked me on a vacation. Well, that's <laughs> fucking solid. I love that. Like who, what girl says no to that? Like you didn't ask her out. Like how fucking lame is Hey, like, if you're a free sometime, maybe we can go, like, catch a movie. Like, Jared just goes ham, like, you ever yeah. been to fucking Nitro Circus? We can stay in a hotel and I'll fucking, we'll ride seat. Like, he just offers, like, a fucking Sandals Resort inclusive fucking week long. <laughs> like, what girl says no to that? Like, okay, I don't even want to fuck this dude, but, like, that's a $3,000 vacation. Like, that, that's, okay, we can put this place, this place. Here's the wildest thing about that. That is word for word what I said to her. I was like, what was it? Sandals? Like, all-inclusive in Jamaica swear to God and uh, she goes I don't know he kept talking about wanting to see do with me dead serious oh nailed it I mean you nailed it to a T so when this airs just know this like that this isn't scripted at all like that that interview hasn't been edited yet Um, how come like like ladies ladies where are you guys at with that because you know the whole feminist movement and I'm all about equal rights but like where where are the women that are like hustlers like that like the hard-working I'm sure they're out there, but like the super hardworking girl that like has no time to herself and she just plans a four day weekend. Then she just shoots that DM to a fucking dot guy. She wants like, yo, you, me, Hawaii, sea dudes, fucking lobster. You win July 14th, the 18th. That would that would be the, the world's best DM ever. Oh, to get. For, for a dude, for sure. Because you don't have to make a decision. Like, I wouldn't even care if she was like, I don't know, something I wasn't attracted to, like you know, a little chunky or something. I'm like, I'm cool with this. This is dope. You seem fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, I, people say you can't fuck a personality, but you, you kind of can. You can. I mean, look, it, it's going to get dark eventually. So that's when it's you just hard to understand move. when you fuck a personality. It's like, <laughs> sorry. It's so aggressive. It's <laughs> so aggressive. I, I don't think it was aggressive enough. Um, I had this conversation with Jesse the other day, and I wanted to ask you about it since since uh, we're, we're together and it's just the two of us. Have you ever dated a girl that was like rich or loaded and paid for shit when you guys went out? No, I um, historically find hyper dependent women that solely need a man to run their lives. Why do you think for that some is? Reason. Man, I don't, I don't know. Like. Maybe it's like that. I want you to want me. I tend to find, used to find people that just wanted me to do everything. And I guess it was like empowering and I feel confident and I like to run shit, I guess. Um, but that there's a life cycle on that. You know, you can't do that forever because when you get to more of a mundane point in a relationship, I think that both parties have to participate equally or, you know, it, it's subject to like 
certain entitlements on one side and then resentment on another and then that only compounds and then you find yourself in um you know obviously not a healthy relationship so no i ha- i have not i dated one girl which i won't say her name but her father was a um a, a definitely a, a celebrity back in like the 80s big celebrity and really she had this wonderful home in, in santa barbara and she's a great person but the bubble that was created around that in relationship was very like everything's perfect like everybody can be happy and listen i'm a happy-go-lucky guy but i'm a realist here like people suck sometimes life ain't perfect you know and um it, it just i couldn't I, I, I couldn't you know you ever see the family guy episode where it's the blonde girls like taking selfies and stuff yeah and they're like oh my god fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah that's that's how that was where i just wanted to hang my hat on a fucking guinness in an irish pub uh, so no, it didn't work out, but I, I, I she's got a it. great family now and I wish her the best. She's fucking awesome. So worked out for her. Just, I wasn't the right dude. Yeah. That's what I told Jesse too. I was like, man, I, the, the, the three times that I have, it was, it was weird, man. Like, um, cause you, you there's part of you that's just like, ah, oh, fuck man. Uh, I think you have to be older in life to appreciate it. That, that was my answer to my wife. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree, but it's like, what are your self-motivations in life or happiness? Mine aren't monetary necessarily. Like, money makes things easier, but money also complicates things, you know, because it just it's like a heightened level of living. And, I, you know, I've had previous times in my life a fuck ton of money in like one month, and I was like, I don't even know what I fucking do with this shit. Like, And, and I know it's like fucking first world problems, but it, it was kind of a good educational standpoint for myself where like, I don't necessarily want a fuck ton of money if i if i work my way there awesome but i enjoy just kind of i i value my friendships way more than than money like obviously i like to be able to go buy guns and be able to shoot bullets and that costs a fuck ton of money but the most fun i have is is with friendships and relationships right yeah look i'm the same way um i will say this though going to a nice restaurant and having a a girl you know pay eight hundred dollars for dinner was was really fucking fun at the time um, yeah, that's what I always said. Like, what I need is <clears throat> kind of where I'm at in my life now. Where I feel <clears throat> if my wife goes, "Hey, Matt, let's let's go get sushi," and it's 2 p.m. on a Thursday, and I can go drop 120 bucks and drink some sake and not worry about the bill. Like, I've made it. That and that and that to me, that's like because then you have freedom of movement where you're not like fucking crunching numbers to go to go buy some stuff. And, and that's 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 where money i guess impacts my life same where i think it for me and you're you're the same way where when you're super creative the last thing you want to think about is other shit that that impacts your creativity and i think money is the chief the chief fucking concern where it's just like god damn it man if you didn't have to ever worry about money creatively i think you know neither neither of us would stop ever doing what we're doing it would just be like oh sweet everything's fucking paid for no no need to worry about shit yeah, and I mean, I think money money helps um, promote efficiency in your life, and I think that's like why you see like organizations like Facebook that really create this epic uh, campus, and then everything is inclusive there. You can get your dry cleaning, get a haircut, you can get, fucking probably file your taxes there because they want people to have the least amount of stress for their everyday adulting activities. And they want people to focus solely on the task at hand, which is their passion. And, and, and yeah, as a creative, like if I could just solely focus on creating music and skits and writing and not have to worry about anything else, well, holy shit, you're, 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 you're being more efficient. And you know, that's like why I said I built that gym at my house. I was driving an hour just to work out every day. I'm like, fuck man, I, this is super inefficient for what I'm trying to do, let alone, um, 
what I could do with the, the, the gym at my house. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Plus, the gym at your house is nicer than any gym I've ever been in. So I wouldn't go that far. It's like a CrossFit gym meets uh, like Olympic Center, Olympic, yeah, Olympic lifting. It's real goddamn nice. I mean, you have Black Rifle Coffee carpets in there, which we've had people ask me. I, like, I've had people ask me, by the way, are those carpets for sale? And I'm like, no, no, they're not. They're not carpets. That's actually a turf. So we stain turf gray and put Black Rifle Coffee on it. So you can do sled pushes over the logo. It's dope. No shit. Who did that Hell for yeah, you? man. Um, that was a company called Sornex. We talked to them. Um, they hooked me up and they're, they're phenomenal to work with and great. They do the center mass balls that I talked about in a previous episode. It's like a dumbbell meets a kettlebell hybrid. It's fucking epic. And then, you know, rogue, rogue hooked it up too, man. They sent me a bunch of shit and I mean, paid for most stuff, but they're, they're great, man. They're, they're fucking awesome too. And so I'm not biased if it, if it makes me fitter, I'm in. Yeah. We're, you know, where's rogue? I got something to say, Ross. Go ahead. Um, Ohio. So I fucking posted, I don't know if you saw me, I went and fucking slayed a deer yesterday in the morning. Just, okay. So drove to my buddy's ranch at night, needed some help, smoked this deer in the morning and I'm trying to make it to my fucking 10 a.m. meeting with blood all over my multicams. Like, thank God we own this company because I walk in the door covered in blood. My boots are in blood. I'm like, okay, time to do this content meeting, dude. (laughs) But I put it on my story and this, I got about four to five DMs like lighten me up saying that I'm a terrible example and how could I kill a fawn? And I wanted to be like, you realize it's not even deer season right now. It's, I killed an axis, which is an exotic, which is spotted like a young fawn whitetail, but it's I, like the fact that people think that I would just go like poach out of deer season and kill a baby deer was hilarious to me. So I, it was one of those ones like maybe think before you maybe maybe Google spotted deer. And then when it pops up fucking axis deer, you're like, oh, my God, look at that. It's legal. And it's a big ass animal because I didn't know a fawn weighed 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah I, I had to say that. I saw that in your Instagram stories. Um, I'm surprised you don't get lit up more from like PETA people and shit like that because those motherfuckers go out of their way to find hunters and things like that so they go after really like my wife down. and shit they're, they're always i tag Peta in nearly every one of my meat photos because i think it's fucking hilarious but I, I don't know i don't maybe they're too pussy i don't, I don't give a fuck it doesn't bother me too fuck them it all it does is promote my page sweet <laughs> how was that dear was that what you were cooking afterwards no i cooked um some quail after it's at the processor right now because we, we quartered it and field obviously field dressing quartered it and then gave it to the processor but uh Axis is phenomenal. I'll send you some back straps. It'll be the best shit you've ever eaten. Ooh, One of the best. I'm, I am fucking ready, my man. I am ready. That's, it doesn't. It doesn't come more free range than that shit. You know. Goddamn right. It's ground to table is what we're calling it, dude. You just drag that <laughs> shit right off the ground. Slap it up on the table. Let's go. Let's go. I do love that when it's like the quickest, like you know, uh, life to table in an animal. So. Like within three hours, you put a bullet through its heart and then you're cooking up steaks for a family. Like that's pretty dope. Like I bet all that, like if, if I was an animal and some bigger species like aliens came in me, ethically killed me, fucking grilled me up in three hours and were eating me and my soul was looking down, I'm like, that is dope. Like I just fed that fucking family and they're drinking whiskey and laughing over my dead body. Yeah. I'm about that life. Having, having, having a grand old time over, over yeah. my dead body. I, but I feel like, I, but then I would be fucking scared because like, yo, are they going to compliment the meat? Like, am I tasty, motherfucker? Like, 
How does my ass taste? I feel like I squat a lot. That shit should be good as fuck. And then maybe the fucking drunk aunt is like, I don't know. I've had some better human in my day. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you know, I've had some I better did so many deadlifts to grow my back straps, bitch. bitch. Fuck you, Aunt Carla. Try my delts, bitch. Uh, where are you going, yeah. by the way? You guys are getting ready to go out of town somewhere. We are? Yeah, where are you going? Um, oh, yeah, we are. I got I to gotta travel for some personal stuff, um, and then I got some big meetings next weekend, so I'll be in the Missouri area oh, look doing at that. that. Yeah, so what, what? I'm not going to say what that's about because um, I know you're going to probe it, but it's a very, very, very exciting opportunity for the company, which Evan and I have been in about six months of work on. And um, once we get to a point to uh, disclose it, uh, if it goes through, I think it will be awesome and create an opportunity for people to have a more available option to drink our coffee and support the causes we support. So it, it'll be it's a very exciting time, as always, you know. Yeah, that'd be great. Business, business is exciting. So how is Missouri, by the way? I've only been there once. And it it's was like fat white people everywhere. Is it really? Piss some, piss some people off with that. I feel like it's, there's like carnivals and fat white people. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I was there. And it was They're hot, all it was nice and shit. shit. Like. I just feel like everybody drinks sweet tea and then, like, I don't know, talks about their diabetes. I don't know. My stepbrother lives there. There's a lot of good people. I mean, he's got, you know, it, I'm being an asshole, but I didn't, I haven't explored uh, Springfield enough. But there are some super beautiful parts of Springfield. The, uh, there's that one place that, like, a lot of people get married. I went down there. Uh, I forget what the name is, but. Can, hey, Dave, will you Google that? What's the, what's the spot where everybody goes to get married in? It's just outside of Springfield, Missouri. It's like an hour south, I think. Have Look, you ever been to Springfield? It, it obviously left a, a lasting memory on you. Um, I, have, I have not been to Springfield. <laughs> Fuck you. I was, in a, Fuck you. <laughs> I was in St. Louis. It's not Springfield. Just say like uh, next to. I was in St. Louis. You're asking Dave, who's borderline retarded, to find something like that. That's way Why is too... everybody so mean to Dave? Dave and I get along great. No, I like Dave. Dave. Dave's awesome. He's terrible at photography, but he's, he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> I, I, I have a, a theory, though. Dave's too short for to be a good photographer. I, dude, I won't hire DPs who are short, director of photographies for movies because they're too short. Because they're always shooting underneath people, yeah. No matter. Oh, that's the worst fucking uh, angle. It's like, oh, hey, it's dude, the, there's a reason bitches take selfies with their phone on the fucking ceiling. You yeah, know? yeah, it's the worst. And, and no matter how chiseled or good looking you are, you're gonna have nine shins, and it's just it looks like you ate at a fucking Chinese buffet an hour before. Speaking of which, they just put a, a drive-by it, hibachi in my town, which I don't know if I should trust shut that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't know if I should trust it or not, but I drove by it yesterday and I was like, fuck off, dude. I'm going to have to go to the drive-by hibachi. That's, that, do they serve sushi there? Because drive-by sushi is scary, but like kind of exciting. I feel it'll be like a <laughs> hand job at a massage parlor. Like, I might get arrested. Like, I might get fucking dysentery, but it's kind of cool. I won't do it. I won't do drive drive through sushi, but I'll do drive-by hibachi all day long. So <laughs> I, He's looking up wedding venues, and I was trying to find the town. I guess I wasn't very articulate in what place in Springfield I was looking for. I'm sorry, Dave. Isn't that where the Simpsons are from? Is it Springfield, Missouri, or Illinois? Probably. The there's this, I feel like there's a Springfield in every fucking city. We were talking about this the other day. I think Hillary Duff should come out with Duff beer. That would be so awesome. That would be great. They did it for a, a limited time for their, uh, I want to say it was like Thousands episode or whatever the fuck it was. Um, and, uh, and people bought the shit out of it. I don't know why they just don't do it. 
you know, for realsies. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's some fucking IP like trademark or something. Who knows? Who knows? Things. One of the top stories today I wanted to ask you about is this uh, Asia Argento thing. Have you heard about this? No, I don't really keep up with current events. No, this, this is it. a good one, though. You'll like this. So she was one sure. of the, the first two people that took down Harvey Weinstein in the Me Too movement. So, she, she, well, actually, she was the first one. She said she got raped by Harvey Weinstein. Um, and then that, that set off the whole chain of Me Too and, the, I mean, all of it. She was the one and then started doing speeches everywhere and, you know, uh, got up at Cannes Film Festival and said, there's perps uh, among you. Um, she was also dating Anthony Bourdain when he hung himself. Uh, what was it, like six weeks ago? Yeah, damn. Here's the plot twist that happened. Um, she just got popped last night for paying off a, an underage boy for having sex with him. The boy was oh, shit. seven. So she was doing his dirty work. Well, it, so, so here's the thing. So, um, no, 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 not, not Bourdain's dirty work. Bourdain, she pinned it on Bourdain and said the lawyer, you know, Bourdain's lawyer paid off this, this dude or whatever. Um, but uh, so the, the leader of the Me Too movement um, paid off a boy. She was 37 and she had sex with a 17-year-old and uh, paid him off $380,000. She came out, uh, you know, at, right afterwards and said, we never had sexual relations. TMZ just broke it maybe 15 minutes ago with all of her text messages and then a photo of them naked in bed together uh, at the Ritz-Carlton, which is nice uh, in L.A. Is 17 as a male even illegal in California? I know a lot of places that yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, constitute statutory rape. Yeah, it is. So, so it is illegal, but this brings the question to me of like, I don't, you know, fuck, man, I don't, I don't give a shit about... Uh, that's a hard one, right? Because you're you're kind of hypocritical yes. in the sense where, like, a 17 year old could probably beat that chick's ass. So it's not like she was a like the aggressor. I, I don't know how to like cognitively like analyze that to like you know. It's when 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 people start getting you know. I don't justify any of it, but the younger and like the the, the victims that were like thrown into this and and assaulted that's when i want to fucking put bolts in people's heads but like me at 17 if a fucking 35 year old 36 year old was like fuck my ass i would have been like okay yeah i get the mouth and the other holes too (laughs) so you know and i'm not i'm not justifying saying that it's right i'm saying from a perspective speaking like i doubt that guy felt like a victim but who who knows i i'm speaking completely you know on my own opinion here, but same. And, and that's why I wanted to ask you. Cause like, dude, it's 17 years old. And again, I don't want to illegal, but, a, but again, illegal is illegal. Right. So like if the motherfucker, if it's a crime, it's a crime, you know? And, and, and if that's the construct we build as a society, then it, then it is what it is. And you got to fucking play to that. It but. is. But would you ever snitch on a fucking hot ass 37 year old fucking going bone deep when you're 17? That's like your dream. Well, yeah. I mean, as an individual, no, because at 17, I was fucking in the military. So, you know, I had plenty of crazy stories to go around when I was 17. Moreover, none of them paid me 300,000 plus. And again, <laughs> I'm not fucking justifying that shit whatsoever. I'm just saying, like, it's hard for me to say, like, a 17-year-old dude, you know, it, 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 it's all about the context, I, I guess, right? Yeah. So, I, did you see the movie Triple X with Vin Diesel? Don't watch movies again. You know I don't do that. I know. I get, but I, I, I figured, get one every six months. I figured back in the day, though, like Triple X had to have been like passed around every military base. It was it was Vin Diesel where he was like a 
You know, a stunt. You no, know, I remember the movie. Yeah, stunt man. It was like a his character from Fast and Furious that they try to ride the coattails on. Exactly. Uh, the lead in that. So she was the lead in that. That hot ass fucking foreign. You know, I think she's like Italian or something. Um, at no means would I ever fucking bitched at seventeen of like, oh my god, I feel like my spirit was taken. Not in a million years. Yeah, and that's a hard part. I think a lot of people cry wolf, and it kind of discredits the people that were actual victims, you know. And and that's super super unfortunate because it, it it's just like people are so in love with attention that they'll they'll do anything they'll cry wolf and i think the more we do that the more diluted scenarios become where we don't treat them as serious for actual serious acts of transgression and so you know who knows the context of that but it it's it's like let's go find like you know girls that were touched at young ages and then just kill all the fucking dudes that did that put them in a fucking you know a connex container and throw fucking Siren gas in there and fucking watch them cough to death. Like, let's do those things. Yeah, that'd be that's better society. That'd be a good one, man. I there was a, a child molester who. Dude, just, have you? Is this true? I saw the fucking L- LGBT movement, and and it might have been a fucking fake article, and I know one of them was, but there was some female, um, essentially saying that like pedophilia should be a part of that. Like, get fucked. That, I, like that is that was a fake fucked. one. Yeah, that ended up being okay. fake. Thankfully, but I did see someone. I, I I know the article was, but I did see someone actually speaking to it, and I don't know if it was just like a fucking attention grabber or something because I know people do that a lot. But yeah, the, now now brown the, cow. The, the, the latest the latest one in the the LGBT or whatever how many initials they have now is so they're they're saying it's hashtag me queer. And that just started on Twitter a couple of days ago where, you know, gays assaulting gays and that, that shit happens a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's going to get weird. And uh, dude, Hollywood got rocked when this girl, you know, got popped by this yesterday. Cause again, she was the fucking leader of this whole movement. And, uh, right. now it's like, whoopsie daisy. Sorry about it. And then she pinned it on Bourdain cause he was fucking dead. Like that guy can't speak for himself. <laughs> But it yeah. makes me it makes me think whether Bourdain hung himself because of it because the timing of this article was in the New York Times to do if you if you're going to drop a bombshell like this you've got to do a shit ton of research I bet you somebody from the New York Times reached out to Bourdain and was just like hey man we know what's going on and and your lawyers paid off somebody about this boy um I that's my guess of why he ended it cuz right now we have nothing and it's just like yeah, that's my best guess at that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you were in that environment. I think Hollywood's just gross. It's just a fucking disgusting vanity swamp pool. And anybody and everybody will do anything for money and fucking fame. And 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 obviously there's going to be some some good people in there, but it's just like pull the weeds, man. That's why, that's why I never really pursued an acting career. Cause I'm not going to sell my fucking soul to become some goddamn, you know, a lister celebrity. I give a fuck. Cause when I go to sleep at night, I'm sleeping well because I'm comfortable with who the fuck I am. And that's true happiness to me. It's not these other motherfuckers that are, you know, they, they want to be a listers and have the parties and they'll do anything and everything to be a part of it. They'll fucking flush their morals down the fucking toilet. Like, fuck you. I'll, I just I don't subscribe to that and I'll never be a part of it. No. And look, w- if your book ever comes out, uh, you talk about that in your book because you did spend some time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't go too far into that because hopefully the book is coming out soon. But uh, yeah, you got the fuck out of there. 
Yeah, just not my it's not my thing, man. You know, to each their own, like I always say. But you know, it's just not my not my thing. I like authentic, true, consistent people. You know, I, I fucking hate inconsistent relationships. Like, like Jared's a perfect example. You know what you get. Like, I love the dude, and like it's consistent. I like consistent people. I hate when they're one thing and then they'll change it. Just they'll pivot and all of a sudden be someone completely different just because it it fits their personal needs better. You know, we all learn, we all grow, we all become better. But fuck that. I just hate dealing with fake fucking bitches. Yeah, I always treated L.A. like it was a casino. Where it was just like, try to make as much money as you can and then get out of there unscathed. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Before, I like dead that. serious, man. Because I'm, I, look, I'm from Georgia originally. And, uh, you know, as soon as my wife wanted to have a child, we, we got the fuck out of there. But uh, Which is a cool story. I remember you're like, I'm not raising a kid in Los Angeles. No, Let's get no, the fuck out. No. And uh, as I watched my, watch my partner go through it in my production company. He had three kids, and then he. he by the way, he ju- he moved out of there. It was just like I can't fucking take this anymore. Because um, it, dude, it is, man. It, it and it starts from a young age, and I I know why. It's because you know you're sitting in traffic. All of these you have to audition to get into fucking preschools and shit out there. And well, if, yeah, the public schools aren't the best, so everybody has to private school if you want your kid to have a decent education. And then with that, it's like progressive liberal fucking bullshit that yeah i was not not to go sidetrack but i was having a conversation with my friend who's whose dad's a professor and stuff and it's like they live in this like world that's a perfect bubble and they they all tailor themselves to all have the same viewpoints as if they can't be friends and have conflicting viewpoints it's so fucking stupid and I'm, i know we all do that because it's a tribal mentality but you know, when you're being an idiot, Ross, I'm going to tell you you're a fucking idiot, and I would hope you do the same to me. Oh, yeah, and for sure. I feel like education's become this, like, attack attack the right just to do it, and it's cool, it's hip. Well, but for, it's fucking... The, fun, the funniest thing I find about it is, this, and, and especially in L.A., is the fact that, you know, everybody's liberal, and they're like, man, we need to fight for immigration rights and all this other shit. The reason why the school systems are shitty is because they're overrun by immigration children essentially and they're learning english up until about fifth grade they're just trying to catch up on english let alone the rest of the shit that you're you're trying to learn and the the fact of all of these celebrities you know who are on tv are fighting for these causes like dude you can integrate your kids with with the 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 children of immigration if you wanted to you just don't um, so it, they don't even practice what they preach as, as far as that stupid shit goes. Well, I think that applies to all life, right? Like resource, there's no resource that is unlimited. Maybe love. I don't know. <laughs> Sound <laughs> fucking hippie. But like, there's no resource that's unlimited. It'd be like, okay, let's say I killed that deer the other day. I invite fucking three people over. We can all eat for fucking a certain amount of time. And the more and more, and then, oh, sure, the neighbor needs to eat because they're hungry. They haven't eaten. Ah, fuck, man. Okay, I feel bad. Let's let them come in. Uh, okay, my other cousin hasn't fucking been here or whatever. And then we start getting in this position where the deer's gone in fucking a week. Now, no motherfucker can eat. Yeah. That's not how you have a viable society. It just doesn't, it's not fucking rainbows and fucking sugar cakes it doesn't work that way no and and, you know out there again with the with the wall thing too that's the other thing is there every fucking celebrity home has like a 10 foot wall around it um i see john legend and chrissy Teigen, like you know they're always talking about this bullshit i'm like motherfucker i saw your mls listing on tmz you have a nine foot wall around your house at the, the very top of a hill so not only can nobody get up there, but then you, they got to climb a wall to get in. I think we should all have the same things. Um, if, but if you'd like to talk to me, please swim through my moat filled with <laughs> alligators. Uh, don't mind the fucking 
the bamboo sharpened traps that will have feces on the end to hit you with. Stupid. Uh, it's essentially what it's become. And you, you sit there and you watch these people and you're like, what the fuck, bro? My buddy who I w- was telling you, you know, uh, j- who just moved, um, his big culture shock was uh, he moved to Ohio and, and uh, he gets there and he's like, holy fuck, man. People love Trump. And I was like, yeah, man, he got elected. Like, uh, and he was like, holy <laughs> shit. In the L.A. bubble, though, you not you don't meet one person in life. Uh, at school or work or dinner, whatever you go in that, that voted for Donald Trump or, or is open about it. And we'll, we'll say, I love Donald Trump. So like, well, yeah, cause you're immediately ostracized, but yeah, I know, that's why I'm a tech. That's why I'm a Texas fan. Like dude, whether or not your political affiliation, like people are just fucking nice out here. And again, I had friends visit and they're just like, dude, everybody's like so kind. It's yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and how can I help you? And it's just, it's like a giving mentality and I, and I love it. And I get, you know, you can't be that way necessarily in like a big ass city because everybody's there for their own personal reasons. But that's why I like to live in the country, man. It's just it's it's a little slower. Everything everybody's cool and nice, and it just it's more. I don't know. I love I love I Texas. Man. I love it. Every time I've been there, I've had it. a great time. Even when you guys lived in El Paso, man, I I like I had no problem going there. The one city that I just hated going to every time was Salt Lake City. I couldn't yeah. stand well, going there, I man. Sold, I closed my house last Friday. Fucking Congratulations. Finally. Did you really? Yeah, man. I, I'm super stoked. Uh, it, was, it was like a turn and burn on that house, but made some money and um, played it right, and I'm super stoked. That's fucking awesome, man. That house was dope, too. Um, you really customized it. I'm going to miss that ur- urinal you had in the basement. <laughs> I know. I do not have a urinal in my new house, unfortunately. Maybe I'll build one out. Well, no, that's fake, though, because I have some acreage, so, like, the, the earth is my urinal. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. It's it, like your face. Like, it's a urinal. Yeah. Why not? A urinal in Ross's face is pretty much the same thing. I'll let you go on my face as long as I can jack off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> have you... Let's just take it dark. Have you ever had a girl want to piss on you? Yes. Because no one's ever admitted it. To, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like that was her thing. Like, let me piss on you. That was her thing. And, and it was just like, uh, I was like, all right, if that's what you're, you know, you really want to go this route, let's, let's do it. But how, how does this want to shake out? Cause people have different fantasies they either want to get fucked and piss on you or they want to masturbate and then piss on you. Um, and then they also have like mouth and body too. That's part of it. What do you mean mouth and body? Whether they want to piss on your body, like chest or like in your mouth uh. or on your face, like. I knew a guy in I knew a guy in Range Battalion. That was the thing. His girl wanted to fucking masturbate while she shit on him, like legit. And <laughs> and so he he was telling me this extensively because the dude was super fucking weird, super fucking weird. And the first part was like he was like, okay, we'll do this. And so he sat underneath a uh, a glass coffee table <laughs> while she masturbated and shit on the coffee table. And then she's like, yeah, that didn't really do it for me. So then he wrapped himself, at least on his chest, I think, with that uh, cellophane, the kitchen cellophane, like the kitchen stuff (laughs) and dumped out and just like came and squirted all over him. And I'm like, whoa, man, I I don't fuck with blood or shit. Like, you know, period with your significant other. It is what it is. But like, I don't fuck with like that scat stuff, dude. No way, Jose. But this is the same guy. I mean, that like, you know, we're sitting at a fucking bar. He's like. Yeah, I'm dating this new girl. And he showed me a picture, then showed me one with like kind of her tits out. I was like, right on, man. He's like, man, 
you should fuck her sometime. I, I would just like to watch that. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay and all that. <laughs> so like, in, in the, I, in the I, I watching, was he going to jack off while you, while you watch you fuck his girlfriend? I don't know. Maybe. Just not not my thing. Not my thing. The uh, like, okay. like Because I was single at the time. I was like, oh, I mean, maybe I would just bang her if it happened. you like, oh, but I just really want to watch that. And like, eh. Because then you don't know when he's like creeping up like Dr. Thumb with his finger out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm good. Keep that shit away from me. Yeah, I uh, the, the taking a shit on the on the coffee table. It's called the glass bottom boat, by the way. A glass bottom boat. Yeah. Can you can you Google that, Dave? I know it's a work computer, but it's okay. Do you, do you guys check Dave's work work computer in in the drinking bros office? It would be no, disgusting. but I mean, you know, if the IT guy goes through there and he's like, employees are working weird shit. It's cool. I'm the boss. We'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, Google glass bottom boat and then shitting on top of it, squatting and shitting on top. <laughs> oh of yeah, it. Urban Dictionary glass bottom boat, a sexual action act in which the customer, I like how it says customer, customer lays under a glass coffee table and looks up through it while their partner defecates on the top. How? Some people find this stimulating. I'll never know, says the Urban Dictionary. You're welcome. How did you know that? You whipped that out of the fucking Pandora's box. Dude. Ah, you're welcome for my brilliance, Matt. Um, I, uh, this goes back to that girl pissing on me where I was just like, Jesus Christ. Because you start looking up shit like that. And look, we've all dated people who ask enough shit where it's just like, hey, man. How about this? Let's go to, let's go to in Urban Dictionary, Dave. And then Ross and I are just going to come up with really weird terms and see if they actually exist. Let me know when Dave, so, Dave's on it. We're we're there. Let's just come up with a weird one. Like let's t- uh, what you got? Let's Send see. Uh, let, let's go with uh, the Spanish Tupperware. <laughs> I feel like that's real. <laughs> oh, I couldn't find it. No, I don't Tupperware? think it is. I don't think it is. Just click click on the next one. The Tupperware right there. Let's see what. <laughs> the Tupperware is when a lady is entertaining three gentlemen at the same time, is taking from behind, giving a blowjob, and having sex in the traditional manner. As all three, wait, orifices are filled. She has an airtight seal, leading the. The term leading to the term airtight. Oh my god! Uh, no lie, god. I've never even heard of that. Nor would I like I, that was just off the cuff. Like no, but that, that's just Tupperware. So Spanish Tupperware would just mean that it you would know, be three, um, yeah, three Mexican Spaniards dudes. are doing yeah. it. Yeah, or Spaniards, but Latino. Let, how about let's do um, milk chocolate roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! There's chocolate milkshakes. Just click. We're gonna click on the first one that comes up. Yeah. What's right, what's the to... chocolate milkshake? What's that one? A a blowjob in which the person is receiving the blowjob is brown of South Asian vicinity. What is South Asian ah, ethnicity? That's very specific. I want a chocolate milkshake. All right. Yeah. All right. I I, I mean I understand. What's a roller coaster? I understand. Oh. Yeah. Is there a roller coaster on there? Oh, it's lame. It's lame. Oh no! It's. Yeah, there's some bad ones in here that I can't say. <laughs> Why What's not? A Why can't C-bomb? you say it? Why can't you say no, it? No, ghetto chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah, that one. Ghetto. They spelled ghetto wrong, too. Oh, that's just racist, fucking dickheads. <laughs> oh, that's just pure racism. <laughs> it was. It was fucking super What about racist. this, Dave? What, what about the Ford Fiesta? Is that is that something? Oh, shit. I mean, it is. I, is it really? Oh, no. It just says... <laughs> Ford Fiesta is a car made by Ford that's more superior than your car. <laughs> what about a dumpster party? I want to hear dumpster party. That's got to be one. That has to be, right? Yes, it's one. Okay. 
A group of people gathered in an alley by the dumpster of a nightclub in an, an attempt an attempt to get primed before they before entering the nightclub. That's fucking stupid. Ah, that's not a sexual act. I mean, you're just someone should send us in the best uh, the best Urban Dictionary. Yeah. I, oh, look. there's there's a number three. Hold on, Ross. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, a gathering, a dumpster party. Number three. A gathering of a group of gay men in an alley next to a garbage of dumpsters for the purpose of engaging in homosexual orgies. Yeah, I was going to guess that. One or more of the men often lean against the dumpster while giving or receiving sexual moves. <laughs> Dumpster parties often occur late night in alleys next to bars or fast food restaurants. Oh, I was going to guess that actually. Like that was that was going to be a guess of mine. I had a dumpster party with a, a, a female once, just one female. But it was fun because it was super easy to throw the condom away. Like the dumpster was right there. Yeah, you also did it in range 15 too. That was acting though. <laughs> was it, man? Was it? Ew, Dave, you're disgusting. What did Dave say? What, what, what's Dave's sickness over there? What does he have? What did he pull up? Dave, what'd you pull up? He's got a mic. Oh, he doesn't. He pulled up a Detroit dump truck, and it says a Detroit, a Detroit dump truck is when you fuck someone in the ass, then take a poo-poo in their bum hole, <laughs> and they shit out of themselves. Oh, it God. Seems really messy. It. Seems real messy. Uh, what, what about... Uh, Look up the Flint water crisis. Is that a sexual one where it's just fucking super dirty? Like, oh man, no. But Flint water's one. Is it really? Unless what? What is just, it? Uh, <laughs> I can hear Dave very... laughing, and he's not even on the mic. This must be awesome. What is it? It it just says water that tastes like it could be caused prenatal disfiguration. It's fucking rude. <laughs> this site is just rude. I feel like <clears throat> this and Reddit are just like they, they are the dumpster hole of the internet where no positivity comes out of it. Well, you know the found, like, the founder of, of Reddit killed himself, so I, I think oh I, shit. Yeah, I think that's why he was just like, oh fuck, did I really create this? Yeah, that that fucking the most disgusting one you ever sense. Was uh, or I guess we ever talked about on the show. You weren't on this, and I want to bring this up. Was the the Slovakian parking cone? Everybody keeps talking about that fucking disgusting episode. Hey, Dave, bring that up for Matt so he can read what that is. I I, that was the only one I almost physically gagged at on air, and we've had over three hundred episodes, and that one was a little much. And my wife was on, and she was in labor, and then Jared dropped that. The Sklogahian traffic zone is the act of stuffing the small end of a regulation orange traffic cone into the anus of your sexual partner, then jizzing, oh man, puking, (laughs) sorry, sorry audience, pissing, and then shitting into the traffic cone, ugh, then you take a plunger and force the concoction through the traffic cone into the girl's intestines then she takes a large dose of laxatives and shits out the concoction <laughs> of your chest while wearing the traffic cone set. yeah you know i feel i feel like if someone's actually done that man like golly you need five dads because you have some serious family issues i think the drinking bros should write into drinking bros podcast page tell us your worst sexual one because everybody's got their favorites um, whatever their worst one is, and then Man. we'll read those on the air and really get after it. Um, just, just deep dive into the dark pit of humanity. Yeah. Cause I'd never heard of that. And when Jared brought it up, like, and usually 
I like to pride myself as hearing everything across the board. I didn't know what the Tupperware was. So if I didn't know what the Tupperware... I like, I like how the fucking usage in the fucking sentence is, dude, I totally fucking whatever traffic cone that chick last night as if that's just like, you know, banter that would be back and forth in front of your fucking friends. God. Dude, I totally Motov cocktailed that chick's ass last night. Like, what does that even mean? And how did you do it? Fuck. I Slovakian coned that girl last night. Slovakian. Not only that, but that's so much work. I look at that as like so much fucking work and time. That's to to pull off a proper Slovakian parking cone. I feel like that's probably a two hour sexual endeavor. Because you got to shit, piss, come, and then, you know, that's a lot. And then you got to jam it into their asshole. Well, that's the thing with me sometimes, like, you know, things are good in fantasy, but like carrying out certain acts like, man, that you need like a producer to fucking set all that shit up. It, it just yeah. it seems so much so time consuming that like I just, you know, it's too much to talk, talk about it and be done with it. You know, yeah, it's like the whole thing. Like, how do you make sure you don't fuck your ex? Because you always want to text her at night if you're single and you're like, maybe we should get back together or whatever. Just jack off. And then then that five seconds of clarity after will fucking slap you in the face and be like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Do it, not invite her over. It's true. Watch Netflix and eat a fucking, a, uh, you know, a hot pocket. But then again, don't. Don't cook that hot pocket at three minutes and expect the insides not to be frozen, but then the fucking left and right side to be volcanoes, because that's what those hot pockets do. They're fucking terrorists. <laughs> like, we put fucking rockets in space, and we landed on Mars, and we can't even figure out how to appropriately heat a hot pocket all the same temperature. It's bullshit. It's that sleeve that, that's real fucking tricky that they give that to you. I never subscribe to the sleeve. I never put the hot pocket in the sleeve. <clears throat> That's like the that must be the ice sleeve where it's like I'm really gonna burn his mouth and then when he finally gets through that part, frozen bitch, gotcha. Frozen, fuck off, dude. Uh, my one caveat to your your ex girlfriend thing though is what if the two things? No, no, not me. I'm not saying that. No, I know. I'm I've, just saying in general. In like general. I've done it like when I was younger and shit. Sure, but in general, the one caveat to that that uh, conversation is this: What if the two things you were great at in the relationship were watching Netflix together and fucking? Then, I mean, that's pretty much, what, 78% of life at that point? Yeah, it's just like friends with benefits. I mean, that's great. Like, if you guys can be on that level of like, hey, we're just going to bang two or three times a week and, you know, we don't really want to hang out. You just got a nice dong or a nice puss. Um, Let's party and watch some good shows. I mean, that's a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gone through that? Um. Yeah, I think I have, you know, there's, yeah, I, I mean, there's been certain times and those are some really fun times because there's really no expectations as far as your participation in the relationship. It's like, it's, it's clarity, you know what you want, they know what they want and you don't really complicate things. And I think, I think it's super fun to have. It's hard to come by because everybody catches the feels at one point, yeah. one, one or the other in the relationship. Yeah, I, that, that always happens. Like there's no way around it. Either the guy or the girl, I'm not just saying just the dudes, but it's the guy or the girl, you know? Dudes tend to catch feelings sometimes, like a lot easier than chicks sometimes. Uh, you know, I don't know. Well, that's like the whole open relationship thing. I feel like probably a lot of people in those circumstances deal with. We're like, well, we should try it out. It'd be awesome. I could fuck any chick I want. And the chick's just getting dicked down because yeah. the chick. Like you could walk into a bar as a girl and say, who wants to fuck my hole? And, and, and you would find someone that's not the worst looking to put it in. You can't do that as a dude. No, Maybe no, at no. a gay bar. Yeah, at a you gay know. bar you could. I mean, you were fucking meat gazed at one recently. 
Yeah, you know, it's good for the ego. What's up? What's up? Can't have it. Can't have it. You want to suck this dick or what, yo? <laughs> want to suck this dick? There's got to be. I'm sure there's like some straight guys out there that like go to gay bars just for affirmation and then like lead them on. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm straight. I just really wanted to feel fucking love. <laughs> there is, there, by, by the way, that is 100% true. And, and you know where it's really true is in Los Angeles. Like, dude, there'll, there'll be oh, good looking dudes. Yeah. Who want to go to like West Hollywood and just just for the affirmation of like. I am pretty enough, Brian. Like, you know, um, that's happened a you lot. You would totally fuck me, Timothy, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah. I would. I would totally fuck you. You see? I, I, had I wish a, I wanted you. I had a guy I knew from college who got, I don't want to say addicted to it, but to the point where he got a job as a bartender at a gay bar there. Not only did he love the affirmation getting hit on all the time, but he would make fucking crazy tips there. Bro, that's my out. Like, if I ever just fail at business, I'm going to West Hollywood to be a bartender. I can make all the fucking tips. Because you're, you're shirtless. And then it's Wait, just you're like, shirtless? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fucking shirtless every night. So he was like, dude, it's the best, Jesus. man. I never have to fucking iron my shirt or wear a tie because I'm not <laughs> fucking wearing them. And I'm like, all I need all is right. these board shorts, a hard dick, and sandals, and I'm making the money. Yeah, yeah. He was a weird guy, man. He was one of those guys who was into uh, like deep strangulation during sex of his girlfriends. Like, is he strangling the girlfriend or? Yeah, yeah. Or so he was strangling he, them. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, it was one of those things where it was just like, man, I like, like he would come up because uh, he was my he lived downstairs in my apartment complex. And he would come up and he'd be like, man, I thought I killed her last night. Like one of those guys. <laughs> so that's like some hardcore shit, like passing them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would say on a monthly basis, at least one passed out because he was he would look he was a good looking dude. He fucked a lot of girls. But one would pass out, and like there was one, he came up and he was like, "Man, I think she's fucking dead." And we had to go down there, and I was like, "Get some water or something." Like I, I didn't know the protocol at that point, you know. I feel like there's like, <clears throat> like the dominance and submissive side of people, and I, you know, like guys that like to get choked or something. I just, it's not my thing. I like to be a dominant dude. I, I don't really get the submissive side of things, and uh, yeah, I think it's just, it's just weird to me. But you know, again, to each their own. But. Fuck, man, I feel like you probably chase that dragon until you end up with a, a stool that you couldn't put your foot on and goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. It's happened plenty of times where people are like trying to get that jack off in with a noose around their neck and they, they can't get their feet in the ground and they really hit rock bottom. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a fucking asshole today I, in the show. I'm just like I, I, chewing nicotine gum and drinking Coors Light. I don't go, fuck, bro. <laughs> I always wonder that, man, because, like, I'll go up, like, the sick part of me looks for, like, I remember when the lead singer of NXS killed himself from strangle baiting, and then uh, I think it was... Is that what it's called, strangle baiting? Yeah, yeah, strangle baiting. Um, I think it was Keith Carradine, the guy who was uh, in Kill Bill, yeah. the old man. Yeah. yeah. And I, dude, so I'll go and search, because I know there's crime scene photos, and I want to see them. I saw, I found the Keith Car I didn't find the NXS one, but I, find, I found the Keith Carradine one. He was painted up like a like a geisha too, and and hanging in the closet. Really, I yeah. think geisha. It was real fucking weird. So if you pull that up, like it is super fucking creepy. Where you're just like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Dave Dave shook his head no, and I was like, yeah, don't pull that up. I'm good on all that. Dave, pull that up for Matt so he can see exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'll do that on my incognito window back at the house. Yeah, because I remember, dude, when we were, I got a geisha costume from that skit. You know, who knows. <laughs> Just, Who knows? Maybe Wednesday party day, you know, 615. Woo 
fucking right in the closet. The thing about his death was was there was a girl in the room. She just didn't know like how far he took it, and you know, boom. Next thing you know, you're fucking dead. Well, maybe they should have that, right? Like the athletic commission should have like a UFC referee because you know when you're like fighting the choke and then you know when the motherfucker's out and his arms are flailing, like that's involuntary muscle spasms that your brain's doing. Yeah. Like there should be a UFC ref that's like, you know, calls it, cuts the noose and like, man, you got choked out by your whatever you fucking called that thing. The strangulation. Yeah. Yeah. Strangulation. Okay. I just I think that's too close to the edge, man. Uh, Like I don't. I don't get down on that, um, but I do get down on those autopsy photos like that. I'll, I'll go and look up. Uh, when we were doing your book, you were like, hey, man, do you get squeamish? Because I've got photos of the things I'm going to tell you. And I was like, I was like, no, nah, I don't really care. But I don't think you knew that about me where it was like I would go and try to find autopsy photos for celebrities just because I like Dave, pull up the Tupac autopsy photo. Oh, no, I've seen those. OK, what, what about Chris Farley? Because that's the gnarliest one. Really? Oh. I, I don't know if I've seen the Chris Farley one. I don't know. That shit doesn't bother me whatsoever. Pull, yeah, gotta... pull, pull that one up and then tell me otherwise. Because that one, I, was, I still can't get that image out of my mind. Oh. The, yeah. t- the Tupac one I was fine with because I was like, you know, I knew he, he'd gotten shot like five times. So, like, all of those gigantic what holes. Did, what, did Chris, what did Chris Farley overdose on? <sighs> I want to say. Oh, wow. Can you just click in the. Yeah. Man, Look that up, there. man. Isn't that crazy? Shit. Really lets you know how easy this shit is to go away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He, his... Oh, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck shaking that one out of your mind. No, 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 no. Not even Chris Farley's. There's just a lot of associated images that are savage, you know? Oh, boy. Yeah, that one, I think he was like uh, maybe cocaine, um, cocaine overdose. It wasn't, I don't think it was heroin. I think it was coke. Uh-huh. It's amazing how resilient the human body is and then how fragile it is at the same time. You know, you can do these extraordinary things with it and you can push the boundaries. Cocaine and morphine is what he overdosed on. Ah. Um, and then, you know, you catch a chair upside the head and it canoes your forehead and goodbye. Next life. Moving on. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's super fucking weird. But I think that's why a lot of people with similar backgrounds we just kind of like super love life because you realize how quick that shit goes away man and how fortunate we are just to be here and enjoy it yeah because it's it's really quick and i had a lot of people when i was younger like in my grades for whatever reason like a kid died in like my class every single year up until from like i don't know like sixth grade to 12th grade and that's when i learned that i was just like life can really fucking go like that you know in the blink of an eye so you might as well do well, yeah the and the older you, you get at our age too and like your 30s 40s you start like friends are passing away from like terrible diseases and all that and you're like the, the friendship circle just kind of starts depleting you're like oh that's just human nature or just reality it's nature taking its course bye yeah. <laughs> bye and that's it bye. see you later see you later wouldn't that be weird if that's what you heard no matter how you die just like God tells you 10 seconds before you hear goodbye. You're like, fuck. What? Where's it coming? <laughs> Game over. Yeah. Finish him. And that's it. That's all you hear. That's all you hear. Would you want to know, like, if someone, I'm conflicted on this. If someone could tell you, how specific would you want to know when you were going to die? If someone could tell you the day, the year, or, or let's just say the method, would you want to know, like, you're going to die of, let's just say, 
cancer, but they don't tell you when, or would you not know? Want, would you not want to know how? But then the time, like, hey, twenty thirty five, you're kicking the bucket. Uh, across, so across the board, because I have thought about this, I, I don't want to know the date or the. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to know what date or time, like at all. Um, I just want to go, and that's it. I think like the suffering aspect of it, of like a cancer or something like that, where it's just like fucking like hospice. So my mom's best friend just passed away two weeks ago and she was in hospice and like they, the husband called everybody in and said, Hey, come and say your goodbyes. Like then you're just waiting to die for a certain number of days. And I, you know, I think it was like maybe two weeks afterwards or or whatever it was that she passed away. I don't want to know that. I just want to go and that's it. Yeah, I was actually driving home. I have really weird thoughts all the time. And I was thinking about how if like you got diagnosed with a terminal illness, you'd obviously try to fight it. But I think that it would be super dope to do a death party where you get like one last hurrah. Like you you plan it maybe two months before you're going to kick the bucket or at least they tell you. And you just fucking spend all the money on getting your friends hammered. You have bouncy fucking rooms. You got... I don't know, all the fun shit you've ever wanted and just like go out. So everybody in your life that you truly love, it's like the opposite of a wedding where you invite fucking people you don't want to be there. Just your core friends that you truly love and want to spend a spe- one more special moment with, just set that up. And then that's like your, your fucking goodbye. But I imagine it'd be depressing when you wake up in the morning with a hangover and you're like, well, that's the last real fun I'm ever going to have. Yeah, I, I think the, the best one I heard was actually, it was Matthew McConaughey's wedding is how I would like to die. He had all of his best friends in the world come down and party at this ranch in, in, in Texas um, for like three days straight. And I mean, they went fucking hard and raged for three days and then he got married at the end of it. Like, I would like to die like that where it's like spend the weekend, not just one day because I feel like a day or a party is too short. I would like a week, like a three day weekend would be ideal. We I thought think. you were lying, but it actually says Matthew McConaughey three day wedding in Texas. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a real thing and i was a buddy of mine got to go I, I i didn't i wasn't you know i'm not beef fries with mcconaughey i wish i was but uh that would have been so fucking epic he said it was the greatest goddamn time of all time and like they had stuff for hangovers the next day and all that shit and i was like motherfucker that's awesome dude that's- it's a little it's it's a little reckless and a little too close to a pinterest meme but i think that if you if you had the ability to just say like, I'm dying tomorrow. What the fuck do I want to do? I think it's like a really cool perspective because you just be like, oh, I'd quit my job and I would break up with my girlfriend and I would go f- try to fuck the person. I've always like, do that then. Do that with your life. You yeah. I, it's easier said than done. Like, I, I had this of course com- it is. I had this conversation with my wife where it was just like, she asked why I'm so impatient all the time. I, like, I hate fucking lines and all that other shit. And uh, the reason being is like, I realize how short life is. I want to use all of my time to do shit that I actually want to do and not mundane shit or get stuck in traffic or lines or anything else like that. And uh, time to me is the most important thing in life. Yeah, it's so fucking limited, dude. You gotta, you gotta fucking enjoy it. I realize it, but I don't think anybody else does. Like I see people fucking assholes waiting in line forever and they're just fine with it like i saw people at the dmv bringing like a book and i'm like god damn it man like you knew you were going to be here that long that you brought a book in i didn't know when i walked in you know what i'm saying or it's like the people that argue with the tsa guy because they asked them to take off their sock or something i'm like just just move on (laughs) just just 
<laughs> like, why? Why even get in the argument, man? Just fuck. <laughs> the dude's making $14 an hour. You think he gives a fuck? Just take the fucking sock off and move on. <laughs> Jesus. I think, though, that... Those are my... Wor- like, I hate those people that just find every little fucking negative thing and then just make it this epic ordeal. Just, like, shut the fuck up, be tough, move the fuck on. It's It's so weird when people pick little things to like ruin their whole day like what a small thing like i think though on on the tsa level though i think they strangely get off on it where it's just like you know i'm making what'd you say 15 bucks an hour or whatever it is like i don't know what they make i I don't either but it's like someone's gonna text me from tsa and be like i make 30 bucks now yeah fuck you i'm rich as shit awesome my my fucking heater in my in my pool my third house won't start that's how rich i am Uh, the fuck? I'm fucking TSA. That'd be impressive. I would go join TSA then. That'd be, I, if I was a TSA rad. agent, I would troll every motherfucker. See, this that is I what I was getting to. That's so I think they're fun. trolling people, dude. I think God, it would be good. Um, I think they're fucking trolling people. Where it's just like, hey man, f- you see that that fucking third lady back there? Fuck her. Let's just fuck up her day today. Um, have her take. Off I wouldn't all her fuck shit. it up. I would just. I would like really really instill insecurities in people you know if you have like barbara the little overweight person but or 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 i would give people confidence that probably don't have any and then break down people that think they have confidence like the model you know i'd be like oh nice do you always dare die your uh your uh, (laughs) 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 do you always dye the top of your hair brown you know like because I don't, I just don't know. really self fucking like depreciating. Yeah, like, oh my god, what color is your hair? Is that dishwater brunette? I love it. Is that flint water? Is that fl- flint that water flint brunette? Water? Uh, and then yeah. you start saying things about yourself that are like self depreciating, where you're like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm, I, I've got gray hairs too that I dye. You know, where you're just like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that would be the way Sorry. to go. Be like, oh, nice. You dye your hair blonde. I have gray hairs too. I wish you the best. <laughs> and they'd be like, what the fuck was that? Wish you the best. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because imagine all the social media you could get out. You could just be known as Bob, the TSA guy in Dallas, where you're just known for fucking trolling people. All the <laughs> tweets that would come out after you, you'd be famous. <laughs> you would be. But you're just like, oh, man. Every person that walks through, you're like, oh, man, I have a fat cousin too. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy Fort Worth. Um, or it's like, it's like a married couple and the husband's super fat. And like, oh, you guys, brother and sister? Oh, no, no, that's my husband. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. No, seriously. You're no, there's no way you're her husband. <laughs> no, no. All right, man. We can all live that fantasy. Have a safe flight. <laughs> you be on your way, sir. Take care. You be on your way. Yeah. Uh, go with God. Go with God go today. Go with God. Uh, love, love all your work, Larry. I, yeah, I would stop. Uh, look, I'd stop hot girls and then just or their husbands. So the hot girls have to wait around, you know, and it's just like, look, you got to go to a separate area because that's what they always ask you to do. Now, would you like to go to a separate area? And then it's then you can just chat, chat it up with their wives for a good, you know, 10, 15, really get inside their minds. What does he do? What, so, what, what does it, he is do? it the money? Is it the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, to be in TSA, that's my next job. I'm, I'm going to join TSA. Oh, look. Uh, Tip of the spear, here I come. It's it's always there. It's always there. I, me personally, because you travel a lot too, where it's just like, man, traveling this much and having to fucking deal with that, I get stopped every single time. I never make it through. And I'm down to like a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt. I used to get dressed really? up for flights. Like, like not dressed up, but like, 
Like, you know, Were you in the fucking jeans? 1990s where you need to wear a suit on the fucking plane? No, no. but but he, so I, I Michael Rappaport has a bit about this. And when I thought about it, I was like, oh, man, he's right. Where he was just like, everybody's dressed like slobs now when they travel. And he goes, back in the day, it, it wasn't. And it was just like, you know, is it for convenience or is it because of TSA? I, I, I think, me personally, it's obviously because of, of TSA because you're getting patted down and taking off all your shit. But... It was nice when you're traveling on a long flight with people who look like, you know, all right, great. You're not going to sneeze on see, me and I'm not going to get AIDS. A, I don't give a fuck about that. I wear like no belt sandals when I go through TSA because then I can pull my sandals right off and someone's going to call me gross because they don't have socks on. And you sure shit know I'm not wearing socks and sandals because I'm not a fucking communist. <laughs> but I, I just I don't want to have to like sit there forever and undress and then redress. And I think I told you that one story about the TSA guy like complimented my wife. He's like, man. You with her? I was like, yeah. I was like, that's a real good body. And I was like, what the fuck? Does, <laughs> wow. What does, that, what does that mean? And then he goes, I don't really look at dudes, but you got a pretty good body too. I'm like, you're trying to be funny and cool, and you're failing on all levels. <laughs> like, You're lucky I want to go to wherever in Missouri I'm going because I'd punch you in the dick if you're at the bar. <laughs> yeah, whenever somebody gives me like a super awkward like compliment on my wife, I'm like, Hey man, that was a little. That was probably a little too far. You just took that because it's that, not right? even like, man, your wife's a really good, good-looking girl or something. It's always like creepy, where you know they're gonna like choke themselves and jack off on their fucking gaming chair when they get home. <laughs> Strangle bait. Yeah. Yeah, where they have LED lights on their gaming chair with a light-up mouse and keyboard, and then they they know how to like fucking. They probably took a picture of your wife and photo searched her in Google Images and like, oh man, I'm gonna fucking jack off to her fucking LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Weird asses. <laughs> That was a fucking deep one. Like you, that went deep down there, uh, all the I, way to LinkedIn. I just can imagine it, like in his gaming chair, because it's oiled up, and he spent two hundred and fifty bucks on it, and he just there's no <laughs> sounds in the chair because it's super oiled up. Just going to town on a LinkedIn profile, jacking off because she's a lean Six Sigma black belt. He's like, oh bitch, you're such a data nerd. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> And you know that chair smells too, because he's pulled his <laughs> pants down. And when you're jacking that hard, dude, that taint yeah. that taint starts to sweat, and it's ingrained in that leather. There's there's not a goddamn wet wipe on earth that can get that smell out. Yeah, of there. for sure. And he, or he's probably un, not wearing underwear, wearing like uh, basketball shorts that are a little too long and a little too holy and meshy. He pulls up the right leg, scoots out the little four or five inch cock, and just fucking. He doesn't even jack it off like a real person. He jacks it off with his you know fingers in a in a mountain face from the top down, like he's you know little weird fucking jack off <laughs> motion. Yo, He's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Eating his, <laughs> eating his oversalted popcorn, drinking his fucking real Coca Cola, weirdo. How, I wonder how many people <laughs> jack off while playing Fortnite. Oh, all of them. I bet people have jacked off to girls' voices on Fortnite. Ah, uh, I, I, I could definitely see that. There was a thing on Twitch where uh, there's a somebody cut together a collection of videos. Where they're playing Twitch and then they forget that it's on and start watching porn, so the camera's still on them and they're just jacking yes. off. So you can only yes. see their faces just being like, uh, uh, yes. uh, um, whoever has got that video out there, send it in the end of the podcast. Dave, we should make Dave just watch it for three hours straight. It's funny you say that because even this morning I had a at a meeting and I was just had finished the gym with a previous meeting, and then I had a video telephone conference and I 
obviously didn't have my video on, but I was shirtless, I still always cover up my uh, camera. And I'm not worried necessarily about people hacking it in because whatever, I got a nice dong, but I'm worried about that I'm going to forget that the camera's on. You know, and yeah. stand up in some really weird or accidentally hit the button and there I am in like ranger panties sweating, just looking like a complete asshole. Like that didn't go well to investors. Oops. <laughs> Who knows? It might help out, right? Yeah, you never know. You never know. But uh, I, I've always put a piece of tape over the camera just in case where it's just like, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's what I do. The one thing I do know is the uh, drinking bro of the week. Oh, shit. You got one? No, I don't. I, that was my segue, Sally. I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Drinking Bro of the Week was submitted by uh, Alicia Fusaro. Um, I like that name. Uh, Drinking Bro of the Week nominations. Actually, a multi-person nomination, she says. First, Kenny Mitchell, who helped me locate Officer James O'Shaughnessy, uh, Medics Matt Denencio, and Joe Marishio. Man, these are some tough names. And firefighter Mark Conley and Barry Forrest. Those men that Kenny found for me are the first responders in Natick, Mass. And early this morning, they helped me bring my niece into the world who made a rather unexpected rapid entrance. Uh, cheers to all of them in this great community that helped me find them. Fucking A. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's fucking great. I like the happy ones. It's great. Cheers, man. Cheers. That's fucking rad. Um, <clears throat> and that was a great delivery, Ross. But um, shh. Yeah. Now, boom. Boom. I am not funny today. You know, I'm just like a cynical prick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that nicotine gum will do for you in cheap beer. Well, I've already I've been on three radio interviews today. I had two fucking reads I had to do for video, so I'm just done talking. Yeah. I'm done you're, talking. You're toast. You're, you're toasted for the day. I also want to compliment the last name O'Shaughnessy. If I was going to give myself an Irish last name, that's that that's always been one of my faves. I thought that sounded like the Keen Pill skit, like O'Shaughnessy. Is there O'Shaughnessy in here? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I yeah. like I like that. B Rad is that motherfucking B Rad? Uh, uh, Brad, motherfucking B Rad. Um, good shit. This was fun, man. Fuck I, you, Brad. Still. Fuck you, Brad. Yeah, a lot of people are looking for Brad. Can we can we clarify that it wasn't that that older gentleman, so he doesn't get harassed anymore? It was not the older gentleman. Okay, okay. Because a lot of people sent in that picture. They found him. He's going to be hard to find, and I don't need anybody to find him. You just got to listen to me venting about Brad. You know, <laughs> like you know, he had Rad in his name, and he fucked it up with a B because that's all that bitch does. Fucks things up in his life. Uh, and also, the, the last, right before we get off the air, I want to thank whoever the drinking bro is that submitted. Um, I, I, a couple of us, I forget who the other person was on that on that show. We talked about people we thought were dead in this world. Um, I thought I thought this girl that I dated from high school was dead. I haven't I haven't seen or heard from her in twenty years at all. Like no social media whatsoever. I, I I said her name and what city she was from. A drinking bro sent it in, and sure enough, it was fucking her, and she's alive. So whoever, oh, that, damn. yeah, I, I don't know. Cause Jared texted it to me and was just like, Hey man, somebody found that dead girlfriend of yours and, uh, she was alive and she's well, and she has four children. So good for her. Nice. Yeah. But thanks awesome. to the drinking bros. They can really track down anybody. Yeah. It's hard. You can't lie in this show. They, they find shit out. Man. I know. I like it. I like it. I like talking to you even better, man. This was fun tonight, man. Hey, you know, what What a pleasure. Um, thank you so much. I want to thank God for my number one hit single, I Fucked Your Mother, um, <laughs> and all these things. So thank you. 
Um, I want to thank everybody out there who's strangle baiting to this episode right now. It's just now's your time to come. Three, come for me. Two, yeah, that's it. Fucking come. One, all over my face. Good night, everybody.